Hello and welcome to the Rookies Formula One podcast. My name is Chloe and I've been a casual fan of Formula One for the past eight seasons. So opposite me is Rachel. And I've been a fan since the start of this season. In this podcast we'll be having a good old natter about all things Formula One, chatting about all the happenings in F1 and getting confused over the many technical regulations. Disclaimer, our engineering knowledge is very, very limited. So... (laughs) No race this no week. Race la- no race. No. Well, there is um, one this week, but no race last week. No, we had a week off, which means that in this episode we're going to be looking ahead to the next race, which is Sochi, the yeah, Russian yeah. Grand Prix. And out of all of the races to do, like a a great recap of. This is not a good one to do. (laughs) (laughs) But we will try our best. (laughs) We will try our best. And, and, you know, if anyone can witter on to fill an hour, it's us two. It's us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't worry. This this podcast will be full. Might not be full of highly technical, informative F1 facts, but it'll be full of something. (laughs) We will talk about news as well. Yeah. Um, we did a lot of big news last week in last week's podcast. Episode. Last week was so just a lot. <laughs> <laughs> last week was a lot. And if you haven't listened to it, I'd recommend. It's a long one. Listen to it it's now. <laughs> yeah, forget this one. Forget <laughs> yeah, this one. Go listen to the last one. <laughs> Please listen to this one as well. So... Shall we get into it? I mean, we don't. We don't have to. How How are you doing? <laughs> let's just Let's just delay it. Let's just delay um, it. How are you doing? How's your week? I'm good. I have moved back to uni. Without me. But without you, I'm here now. You're at home. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be back. <laughs> I don't really know what to say about it, really. <laughs> That's good. Glad you had a good week. How's your week? You've been on a holiday. Right. You've been to the Silverstone experience. Yeah, I went to the Silverstone experience. That was fun. A lot of buttons and things to press. I have to say, I, I learned a little but pushed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the right way to right way to put it. You know when you're in one... Like, sometimes I'll go to a museum, I can read everything and be interested in yeah. everything. But this time it was like, I find it so difficult because there was just so many things to press and I'm like, I want to look at the cars. Did you do like, they had like the, the gun and like the wheel the wheel nuts yes. to practice your pit stops. Did you do that? I did yeah. that. I did that, me and my sister. <laughs> we did that one. Um, yeah, so I went there. Went to see some rugby. Very good. Um went well I mean not like it's either of the teams I support it's not either of the teams that were playing are ones I support but I mean good for them it was a game still good to see still fun (laughs) it was quite it was quite a fun game actually to watch so well well done Um, now I'm at home uh, starting uni but at home again now I'm a master's student smarty pants I'm Big brain now. (laughs) (laughs) It's just weird to see things being calling me like a a graduate. 
or a postgraduate student and I'm like that's me and technically technically you haven't had your graduation ceremony so technically <laughs> you've not graduated technically I haven't graduated no technically I, technically I don't have an undergraduate degree at the moment <laughs> when do they send your certificates out is that like I don't know I, do I have no clue or will they do it once you're fully graduated the whole mess that's you'll gone just, on. I don't know. I don't even. I don't post. even know my final <laughs> result yet. That's not for another week. Oh god! Even when we film the Sochi one, I won't know my final result yet. We'll have to wait until the week after. What a nightmare! <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to put it. But I'm on the course, and that's it's all that matters. Fine. <laughs> it's fine. Anything else happened in our lives this week? How much longer can we delay? Sochi is just so exciting. I just can't bear to start. (laughs) (laughs) I just wish that um, we'd had a chance to do this for Monza. But someone had to put it at the end of a triple header. I know. It'll be fine. We, it will be fine. We can do this. Okay. It's not not that we're not looking forward to doing about Sochi. It's not that I'm not looking forward to learning about it. It's just that there's not a lot. (laughs) There's really not a lot. Like, when I say there's not a lot, there's really not a lot. There's Um, not a lot. Although there was a a Drive to Survive episode, season three, that we We will talk about. (laughs) I remember (laughs) that one. (laughs) Right. Should we get get into it? it. Let's just do it. We said that at the same time. We said, let's get into it at the same time. Oh, I'm going to knock everything over. Oh, I'm too excited. So, let's start with the history and a little bit of the a little bit of an overview of this race. So, after decades of F1 trying to get a Russian Grand Prix on the calendar, decades. They managed decades. They managed eventually in um, 2014. So that was the first ever Russian Grand Prix. Okay. Um, it's been held at Sochi because if you remember, in 2014 they held the Winter Olympics. Yes, yes, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the F1 circuit has actually used a lot of the infrastructure of the Winter Olympics. Oh. And it's basically, so when you watch it, it'll kind of look like an Olympic park almost yeah because it's based around there you know you know the olympic park in in stratford it's one of my favorite places oh i love it i love I it i really want to go and hire one of the red boris bikes yeah and just ride around the olympic stadium <laughs> one of my best times going there i went we, we just went on a trip to london in 2016 and we stayed in the premier inn in Stratford next to the Westfield Shopping Centre. This is in London, by the way. <laughs> if you don't know. Um, and that was in 2016 while the Olympics were on. The Rio Olympics. And they had set up this like beach sort of area. Just set up with stalls and things to do and all that. And they had a big screen showing the Olympics. But I, I have a distinct memory of sitting there and watching the cycling. And I think it was a final... And there were two British cyclists in it. And then I don't oh know what God. time it got to, but it got to a certain time and they just stopped it because they weren't allowed to play like anything loud after that time. And it was in the middle of That's a final. so frustrating. Everyone's like running back to try and get into the tellies. But yeah, that was 
wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Love Olympic Park. Sorry, gone off topic. <laughs> Back to Russia. <laughs> Back to Russia. So, the track. Sochi. It's positioned and has very attractive views of the Black Sea. Oh. Very mountainous. And when it was announced, fans had very high expectations. They thought it was going to be amazing. And I think it's fair to say it's never quite lived up to it. (laughs) 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 So the lap begins. Have you had chance to do the lap on your F1 game? Yeah, I have. I was was last night. I was going around. So you'll you'll know this already. But the lap begins with like a right hand kink, which is technically turn one, but it's not really yeah. ter- it's not really a proper turn. Well, so yeah, because I've got DRS around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first proper turn essentially is turn two, and turn two is where the best overtaking position is. So keep your eye out for turn two. Turn two. Because turn dos. I think. Turn two, lap one could be interesting. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not counting, I'm not discounting this year's Russian race at all, because when you've looked at the season we've had, literally anything, I mean, look at the French Grand Prix. Exactly. French Grand Prix should, should have been, should have been so boring, but somehow Mercedes went, let's do all the wrong strategy calls. And really jazzed it up, and and Ferrari just went. Oh no, our tires—they <laughs> don't exist anymore. <laughs> They've gone. So literally anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything. So at I'm all. still looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to um, it. I just like watching the racing, man. <laughs> so, do you want to hazard a guess who won the first ever Sochi Grand Prix in 2014? 2014. Okay. Nico? Funny you should say that. <laughs> no. Try again. Lewis? I will explain. Lewis, okay. right. I was going to so go Lewis, Lewis but Lewis felt like the obvious answer. So I was like, I'll just it up with Nico, but now I feel like I've, I've opened up. <laughs> you have? Wow. Amazing. Um, I'm so good at this. <laughs> so that race, it should have been won by Nico. Like he was looking incredibly dominant that whole weekend. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we on get it. On lap one, he flat spotted his tires, lap which completely one. mucked up everything on lap one, <laughs> which led to Lewis oh. taking the win. Such a pity. Such a pity, poor Nico Rosberg. <laughs> one man if you hear bangs I can't control them outside my window there's like a massive gazebo thing <laughs> they put up for the, for arrivals and they're taking it down as we speak so if you hear a sudden bang they've probably dropped a pole yeah and <laughs> I imagine as is any sort of outside noise <laughs> during the podcast they want to do it as loudly as they can <laughs> I mean my window's shut and yet there's nothing I can do (laughs) why why is it now that we've said stuff they've really ramped it up now (laughs) (laughs) must must be a hater 
He's a hater. Hashtag he hater. Like podcast. That's all it is. <laughs> we ignore the haters. <laughs> ignore the haters. We rise. <laughs> so, that was literally all I had for the overview and the history because there's not much history and there's not much iconic that's happened at Sochi. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I've got... We can recap last year's race and that will basically tie in with the Netflix episode because I'll be bringing up points that will relate directly to the episode. Yeah. (laughs) So, we'll get into it. (laughs) 2020 Russian Grand Prix. And I've made a note that Netflix had a very spicy episode about this race. It was was quite spicy. Yeah, so the weekend, the weekend was dominated by Lewis Hamilton. He won pole by a great, a great friggin' margin. Pole, he was a whole, like the poles whole. that they're dropping outside your window. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, he was a whole half a second quicker than Max, who qualified P2. And Max, Max had a hand. Max had a helping hand hand. to that time. He did. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't made notes of this, but I'm thinking back to that um, Netflix episode, Qualifying. Valtteri says he purposely qualified P3, didn't he? Well, yeah, because he gave Max a toe when they said don't give him a toe. In an effort to qualify P3, but then whilst he did qualify P3, it, uh, it didn't really work out for the final grid positions because no. a certain someone <laughs> wanted to do a practice start. Right someone at the end got of the pit lane. <laughs> Lewis! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I've actually noted that not long into the race, the news broke uh, that Lewis was under investigation for performing a pair of practice starts on the wrong part of the track, essentially at the end of the pit lane. Why? I mean... (laughs) It's the whole episode. I remember us going, because Lewis is like, I know the rules. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going, well, you obviously don't. He's like, I've done this all the time. And it's like, Lewis, no, it's common he sense. Said, if people can't see you at the end of the pit lane, you shouldn't be stopping there. On the, in the, I mean, in the Netflix episode, they probably did dramatise it a bit, but you hear him say, I don't see the issue. I've done this like a million times before. And I'm like, Lewis, hun, you clearly haven't, because otherwise you would have been penalised for it, because it's a breach of the rules. <laughs> exactly. Oh, so he he received that grid penalty and then he received penalty points. However, oh, you know there's only two drivers on the current grid right now that have no penalty points. Is Nikita Mazepin one of them? No, no, no. Right, I didn't think so. But <laughs> no, he's got like six. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There'll be could a reason it, why you're thinking. Be Charles. No, no, no. I no. feel like Charles has got away with a lot. He's got away with a lot, but he he does. He have does have points. points. <laughs> um, There'll be a reason why you think of Mazepin. Because he's not got many. No, no. 
Because Mick's no. got more. No, because Mick's got zero. <laughs> oh, Mick's got... Z- Bless him. Bless him. And uh, do you know the other other driver who's got zero? I'm trying to think. Also the driver who has thus far cost his team the least amount of money in repairs. Interesting. So someone who hasn't been crashing. Um, Alonso? Yep. Fernando Alonso, oh, so currently the safest driver on the grid, <laughs> apparently. So I think the only damage was he damaged a front wing slightly once and that was it. Gosh. Very Yeah, I was trying to think because he's not really been involved in any major incidents. He's just, he seems to always just be on the side. He seems to witness a lot of them yeah. and report them on the radio, but he's just, never involved in them. I just think of the um, the footage of the Valtteri George crash, where yeah. it's like on the crash and then it zooms out and you just see Fernando Alonso spun off and it's just going back on the track. Like it's proper like a, like a The Office moment. That was such good camera work. Oh, man. Incredible. <laughs> anyway, off topic again. Sorry, where were we? Race right, from... Right, back to Lewis. He, So Lewis had to sit in the pits for 10 seconds because of that incident. Um, <laughs> Just an incident. So, <laughs> what was incident? Incident. <laughs> what was interesting was that um, the penalty points that Lewis got were actually removed because him and Toto made the point to the FIA that it was Lewis who sought advice from the team and it was the team who gave him the wrong answer. So technically, it's not Lewis's fault, it's the team's fault. So therefore, the team received a fine and the penalty points were removed from Lewis. But that confuses me, because that's not stopped the FIA before. Like, isn't a driver, like, the manifestation of the team? Because it's like, you could argue that, um, was it Baku where Lando got done for not going into into the pits in the red flag, but then you had his team saying, not telling him to come in, he said, should I come in, didn't come in, then afterwards the team were like, I'm sorry, blah, 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 but he still got points for that. But... It's the FIA, so when are they ever consistent? Am I right? Exactly. <laughs> They're the least consistent organisation out there. So, yeah. It is what it is. I can't really <laughs> criticise him too much because you just expect it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, back to the race start. Carlos Sainz had a very, very poor start. And in trying to recover that, he clipped the curb at turn two, hit the wall, lost his front left wheel. And do you remember, we've watched this a load of times on YouTube, the on McLaren the puppet skit. Puppets, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it was this incident that Carlos says in that, that he was going to meme it. He was going to go, it was at this moment that he up. Yeah. And then just forgot to. <laughs> but it was this <laughs> it was this moment that he was talking about. <laughs> it was a bit of a a bit of a silly silly nightmare accident for him cuz that was completely on him and yeah, straight just a away bit of that a was his race over. Lapse bit of, of concentration. Seems yeah. like. Oh, the curb. The curb. Oh, so you want to avoid a, them. <laughs> there's a few sausage curbs sitting around a few of those orange sausage curbs i have noticed them f1 <laughs> 2021 and let me tell you 
They they are bugging me. I don't like them. I understand <laughs> why why we have sausage curves, but at the same time, oh, when I'm trying to put a lap in, oh, not very fast lap, but lap nonetheless. Oh. <laughs> Also, track limits. Can I say track limits coming out before the start annoyed me as well. Would not be surprised because it's it's a kind of this lap and the next lap getting validated type type deal. So Lando, come on, keep it inside the track. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos's um, incident, incident, actually incident, actually impeded Lando a little bit because he kind of spun <laughs> out in front of Lando which meant that Lando had to slow down so that was both of the McLarens massively the McLaren master plan McLaren <laughs> master plan <laughs> so then Lando dropped back as well that was a bit of a nightmare for the McLarens this race Lance Stroll he was tipped out of the race after clashing with a Ferrari I saw no I it was Charles it was not, yeah. and I think he got away with yeah. it because it was lap one. Yeah, my belly's rumbling. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, that doesn't get picked up on the podcast. <laughs> Can I just say as well, we're filming this. It is currently twenty-five minutes to twelve in the morning. I know, super How? organized. I mean, we'll ignore the fact that we're recording this on the Monday and not the Sunday, but like, <laughs> how good are we? Morning people. I'm not we're gonna awake be up and we're alert. <laughs> I'm not gonna be up editing this at stupid hours of tonight. No way. <laughs> no way. No way. <laughs> um so yeah. It was this race was Bottas's second win of twenty twenty. And his first of twenty twenty one. Hamilton was able to rejoin 10th and he raced back to 3rd but as we all know if you've watched the Netflix episode after the race Lewis and Toto were livid they they essentially claimed that Hamilton was victimised <laughs> and the stewards this did not go well this did not go down well at all <laughs> And then, yeah, the Netflix episode shows the aftermath in detail. <laughs> Gave us the iconic um, meme, uh, traditions. 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 Valtteri's there with a beer after winning the race, and no one's there to celebrate with him. <laughs> they, have, um, they have Toto saying, I think Valtteri would know that it's important for us to go do this. I don't think he needs the, the validation when he's on the podium. Then you have Valtteri in like a talking head afterwards going, I like this, I like the validation. <laughs> Something like that. And it's just sad. It is a sad episode. I mean, it, it's probably dramatised a bit, but it just shows. But you sit there and you look at Mercedes this season as well and you go, oh, how dramatised. Poor Valtteri though. Poor Valtteri. And then they also threw back to Sochi... I don't know which one it was, but when he was gonna was obviously gonna win and got team ordered my dude <laughs> but it's Sorry. fine he's gonna he's going to go to Alfa Romeo with the new regs Alfa Romeo <laughs> will be a world championship winning car and he'll he'll <laughs> be world champion <laughs> hey I did see someone say you know 
if Lewis and Max take each other out enough times, and Valtteri wins <laughs> enough times, still, still very much could be world champion. <laughs> I mean, Lando could as well. Um, yeah, if the circumstances permitted. Uh, you know, with how it's going as well, Max does not want to yield, and Lewis does not want to either when Max decides not to. <laughs> it is interesting. I feel like the kind of vibe I'm getting from the past race is that a lot more people, at least from what I'm seeing, it's probably not true of everyone, but siding more with Lewis. <laughs> it's controversial, but from what I've seen, a lot of people are thinking that, you know, when these incidents usually happen, Lewis always kinds of pulls back to avoid. Yeah. Well, Imola's the, the time, big example, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one time he's just, Lewis is like, no, you know what, I'm going to stick with it. I always pull back. I'm just going to go for it. Because Max always fully sends it. Max is just, you know. Yeah. And the one time Lewis doesn't yield and an accident happens, a lot of people start jumping on the Lewis hate train. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, I just feel like it's it's not the last we're going to see of those two coming together. Do you know what? After Silverstone, they seem to resolve their issues. They seem to be buddy buddy again. Everything seemed to be fine, and then Monza happened. So. Monza happened. I feel like now, because I feel like it's a matter of because Silverstone was. Whilst not 100% Lewis's fault was, I think, more Lewis's fault than Max's. Yeah. And now, you know, I think... Mercedes weren't totally apologetic, obviously. But I think they were more so. I'm being careful with what I say because I might just be getting everything wrong. (laughs) But I feel like now, after that incident, where it was more Max's fault, and then Red Bull and Max are kind of going, no, not my problem, Should have left. he should have left the space, blah, blah, blah. I feel like there's not room to reconcile there unless Red Bull and Max admit that they got it wrong. Which I'm being they very won't. careful. <laughs> they, won't, they won't admit it, no, exactly. But I don't know, so- Sochi, could, there could be another coming together in Sochi if they're close by, but who knows, because it could be... I mean, Max is three places back anyway. Yeah. Red Bull, I think, would be silly to not take an engine penalty here. They've admitted that it's going to be difficult. Why not just take... If if this is a one track of the season that's left that you know you're not going to be dominant at, take the engine penalty. You know you're going to need one. <laughs> it's just whether or not Mercedes takes one as well. Because they, cause Toto's been saying that he thinks that Lewis could get by without taking an engine penalty. But I, I don't risky. know if, Yeah, I think there's a big old risk there, especially if Max is getting a new one. Yeah, and the closer you get to the end of the season, if his engine suddenly goes poof, exactly, that could be the title decided. Exactly. You're better off taking an engine penalty Bull and having to come back. One. Yeah. Because it's like, we saw what Valtteri did in Monza. You know, Lewis is in the same car. Do the same thing. (laughs) (sighs) We'll soon see. (laughs) Sochi. (laughs) What what are we we thinking for Sochi? Predictions? For 
Oh, gosh. I really don't know. <laughs> I think... I think because it's confusing. It's will get a podium. Yeah, I think it's whether or not engine penalties are taken is a really yeah, big... Because exactly. like McLaren, if they are... Well, I think we're looking at at least another one, another single McLaren on the podium, at least one, because it's. I feel like it's another track that if it's kind of like Monza, in the sense that it's got quite a few of these long sort of flat out bits, like it's obviously got more turns, but I feel like if Max and Lewis are further back, the McLaren could really capitalise once again yeah if Lewis doesn't take a penalty I can see him taking the win yeah honestly it wouldn't surprise me at all it wouldn't surprise me if he just dominated the whole weekend to be fair which you know I like Lewis we're Lewis fans so I would, we don't dislike it but we do, oh we we, we, li- we like Lewis yeah we like we Lewis. like s- I just think like after Monza <laughs> <laughs> we like we like unexpectedness yeah i want to keep i want to keep the bottas championship dream alive as well i just love the idea i think it'd be the perfect end to the season this isn't just me saying it because uh i like valtteri bottas as a driver uh but i just think it would sum up the season perfectly if neither max or lewis won the title Someone else just came through Wouldn't and sneaked it, be it because they just kept <laughs> because they just kept banging into each other. <laughs> That'd be brilliant, honestly. It would be it would be incredible. Lando comes in for a, for a second. I would say Lando could win, but I think there's you know Monza Monza was very good, but then we got to remember how poorly the McLaren did in uh, Hungary. Hello. I meant the Netherlands, although Hungary was a bit of a nightmare as well but for reasons other than the car's overall performance lol. Sorry for the reminder Lando and Danny lad. Crikey this voice is posh, it sounds like I'm about to go for tea and crumpets with Big Lizzie. It's incredible, and I don't even think they understand why there was such a difference. (laughs) Man, I just... Shocking. I just, man, I love... F1's so great sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it's not, but <laughs> sometimes I love watching F1. Talking about fun things to watch in races, did you see about um, our boy Roman Grosjean? My dad weekend? actually, he phoned me and was telling me about this just because he watched the end of the um, IndyCar race yesterday and he said he managed to get third. Yeah, after but being he said he- much further down. Yeah, he's, yeah, he said something about Grosjean being involved in like a bit of a clash. Oh yeah, with Jimmy like Johnson. Ba- yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said it wasn't penalised. No, yeah, no. Well, it's and kind I'm of say- weird because it was like it was it was a backmarker. Yeah. Who was defending against him? Now I need to look into this. I are blue flags a thing in IndyCar? Because I've seen stuff saying they are and stuff saying they haven't on Twitter. I haven't properly looked into it. But it seems a bit dodgy that a driver can that's a backmarker can defend for the sake of his teammate up ahead. That does seem very dodgy. I have my I don't own. know. I shall check. I'm trying to see whether 
the blue flag means they have to let them pass? I tell or you what. Or just highlights that there If you are listening and you know the answer and you're an IndyCar fan, be sure to tell us on Twitter because <laughs> oh, we wait, need... Oh, okay. I found out. I found okay. out. So oh, IndyCars... Scrap that, then. Scrap that. Don't talk to us, man. Don't reply to our Twitter. <laughs> don't just reply to us. our tweets. Ignore <laughs> us completely. <laughs> Please don't. Um, IndyCar's <laughs> current rules state that a lapped car must give way to the leading pack. So if you've already been passed, but also allows drivers yet to be lapped to defend against the leader in order to stay on the lead lap. Which to me seems a bit dodgy. <laughs> yeah, because what's to stop a backmarker taking out the lead car? You know, if they've got nothing to lose by yeeting. Yeet. I mean, yeah, exactly. They've not got the lead to try and keep. If they're in the back marker, they're just going to be like, why not? Let's just... <laughs> and if they do take out the lead car, that's one less car to... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> one less car in front of them to be lapped from. So, like, this would never happen. But imagine if, like, the car at the back, right, was about to get lapped by the lead car. And this mm-hmm. back, the back car just takes out that one, and then the next one comes, and it takes out the other one. <laughs> it takes out all of the cars. That eventually, the car that was running last is a, now the lead car. <laughs> I mean, they'd have they'd have to be careful. I think, in a sense, to I mean, do it that would never accidentally and not get black flagged. Because <laughs> if you took out like twenty cars. <laughs> That is a black flag. You are. It'd look a bit so she couldn't just be like, "Sorry, I'm just bad." <laughs> That's something that should happen on like, I mean, I've not, f- I haven't seen the Cars movies, the Disney Cars movies in ages. Cars, yeah. But if there was an evil car in the it's Cars movie, <laughs> that is something that the evil car would do. <laughs> oh wow! Imagine. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> not a tactic that shall be employed by Kachow Racing. Well, no, definitely like not. It's very immoral. It's immoral and we don't like it. <laughs> right, back to Russia-related things. Yes. Um, How do you say so hello in Russian? I don't know. Start an online Rumpus. racing business. Let's go. First, go to Shopify.com. How to say hello in Russian. Yeah. I'm not oh, even going to attempt that. Was probably, that. that was, I probably butchered that really bad. The, the Russian. Zdrastvoitje. Okay, that's not that's not it's not an accent or a word that I'm going to be employing in future podcasts. That's it. That's my attempt at Russian. Thank you. End the of the Russian podcast. Bye. So <laughs> <laughs> the Russian language is so hard. I I used to talk to this girl during my first year at uni who was studying history and Russian. Mm. Um and I was on Snapchat yesterday and I opened my maps and I noticed she's in Russia now. <laughs> she's doing a year abroad in Russia, speaking Russian. And I'm like, speaking. that's insane. <laughs> how, how do you speak 
speak <laughs> in general. She's in, she's in St. Petersburg, which Ooh. links very nicely to this little bit of news I have right now. Oh. <laughs> oh, a link. So Formula One actually announced in June this year that the Russian Grand Prix is going to be moving. It's going to move from Sochi to St. Petersburg in 2023. Makes sense. It it will be the second ever host of a Russian Grand Prix. And they announced that they will be announcing more about this track, more information at the Sochi race coming up this weekend. Oh. So that's something something to keep your eyes out for. Keep your eyes, eyes and ears. Peeled. Yeah, to find out more about this St. Petersburg race. It should be interesting. Oh, how exciting. Can it be any worse than Sochi? You know what's going to happen now? <laughs> We're going to have a couple of really good Sochi races. <laughs> and it's going to yeah. go and it's going to just go back down to being boring. That's what's going to happen. We'll be like, why did we move from Sochi? <laughs> <sighs> so, that's. I'm drawing a line under Russia right now. Under the. From Russia Russian with talk. Love. We did tell you there's not a great deal. We tried. Hey, we've got and to we 40 got minutes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we've got some news and we've also got some calendar rumours so we'll do the news first and then we'll discuss rumours okay. sound good? that, that sound sounds good? like a plan so fairly big news in the past week that wasn't a massive shock was the Aston Martin are keeping on Vettel and Stroll for next year. They're keeping year. on Lance Stroll? No way. Notice the sarcasm. No the, day um, that, the day that Lance Stroll is out of racing will blow my mind. Honestly, when his dad runs out of money. Um, <laughs> never. Lawrence never. Stroll running out of money. How? I didn't realise, but Aston Martin are building a brand new factory from mm-hmm. nothing. Did you see the video of like Otmar and there was <laughs> Lawrence and they had their like spades yeah. in the ground <laughs> with their hard hats on? <laughs> oh, it's just them two. It's just them two building it. <laughs> it's exciting. It clearly shows that Aston Martin have a big budget. They have a lot of money. And a plan. And a future plan, so... Although, I did note that I am so embarrassed because my predictions have gone horrifically wrong. Can you believe that we predicted that Seb could be out this season? We saw how we did in the first two races and we hopped on the bandwagon. This is the issue with predictions, because you just jump on whatever's hot at that minute and at that moment in time everything was suggesting that Vettel's going to retire. Carry on. Our (laughs) big predictions were good. Our seat predictions were awful. I mean, even if you go back to the episode, like, I didn't even believe my seat predictions (laughs) when I was saying them. I think we just wanted a bit more spice than we really knew we were going to get. To be fair, I think I might have said at the time, like, these predictions a very much more uh, a manifestation of fantasy because realistically I did tell you as well not to get too excited because 
typically seat changes aren't too dramatic. I mean, they have been fairly so far, but yeah. compared to like the season where Daniel went to yeah. Renault and Seb's that, oh yeah, yeah. last season Seb Seb to Aston Martin, I mean Carlos to Ferrari, Daniel to McLaren, like. Although, to be fair, I don't think any of us would have predicted Valtteri Bottas to Alfa Romeo uh, at the start um, of the season. I think I would have predicted a swap between yeah, him I and George, Mercedes, Williams. I don't think Alfa Romeo would have been in the picture. I think pre-season, a lot of people were kind of thinking it could have been Valtteri's last season. But it wasn't completely sure where his future would lie. Williams seemed like the most likely option. So, well, it seems like he was Williams' sort of first choice as well. Yeah. From what I've seen, he was Williams' first choice to replace George as well. But I understand we've spoken about this before. But you know, I understand why he'd rather go to Alpha than to Williams, and we don't know what they were showing behind the scenes. Although I'm just sad that we don't get a. Valtteri King Latifi pairing because I just think that would have been a lot of fun because I have no clue how they would what that sort of dynamic would be like I'm interested to see how the dynamic between Latifi and Albon's gonna work because obviously Latifi's been there for a year now but then Albon's coming in with so many there's gonna be quite a lot of expectations of him so is it going to be a case that Latifi is going to start more dominant because he knows the ropes? Or is it going to be Alex used to race for Red Bull, he's the more credited driver? So mm. it's going to be interesting to see how that dynamic sort of yeah. works. Are Williams going to try and prioritise Alex? Or are they going to. I don't know. We're not even, <laughs> we're not even at the end of this season, we're already predicting. <laughs> <laughs> Exciting. Let's move on. Let's move on. So, um, a little bit of news which I thought was quite interesting. Alonso, bless him, has claimed that the Alpine is currently the best team in the midfield, despite but, not having the fastest car. <laughs> yeah, being but the slowest car. <laughs> and by the midfield, he means the 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 three A's minus Alfa Romeo. <laughs> Alpine, Aston Martin, Alpha Tauri. <laughs> and, and, and to I'm be like, fair, I'd even class Ferrari and McLaren as midfield. I think I think they're like not upper as much midfield. anymore upper midfield, but still they're, midfield. They're like they're, I feel like there needs to be another tier because they're not yeah. fighting with Mercedes and Red Bull. They're in their own tier. They're in their Ferrari but they're McLaren tier. Generally better. Then Alpine Alfatari because you've got the ones fighting for first, the ones like fighting for third, which is McLaren Ferrari, and then the ones fighting for fifth. So it's a bit like, huh, I don't know, but I, you know, I'm like, okay, Fernando, I, I don't have an enough smart thoughts to say anything <laughs> about that. Um, okay. Christine <laughs> Horner has announced that the slow pit stop for Max at Monza um, resulted because of the FIA clampdown and human error which when I was watching with my dad we kind of thought okay the, the clampdown has definitely impacted this but I mean that's not major news 
it happened. I mean, at the end of the day as well, it's like, well, yeah, it happened because it's different rules, but your guy still got it wrong. Yeah. If everyone else can so, get it right, mm-hmm. then I don't, you know, the blame still sort of lies on you guys for getting the pit stop wrong. do not matter if it's new rules. If everyone else, like if everyone else was having stupid long pit stops, then I'd go, oh, the rules are not good, but you know. That wasn't um, the case, so sh- the shut last... your mouth, Christian. Yeah, shut Christian. your mouth. <laughs> no, let's be nice. We don't want to. <laughs> we don't want to. Sorry, Christian. I'm sorry. It's just the podcast. When we start the podcast, I just, I can't help it. I can't help it. I just want to criticize Christian, but I promise, Christian, I don't mind that much. <laughs> um, and then the last bit of news I've got for this week a lot of rumours and it's looking like Antonio Giovinazzi could be out of his seat this year now Alfa Romeo I don't think they're going to announce the final decision for quite some time yet Mm. but they do have a favourite in mind Guan Yu Zhou yeah he's looking like um He's looking like the preferred choice at the minute. I think he's got quite a lot of sponsors. Yeah. Well, it, it it is sort of an interesting thing of whoever's got the seat next year is prob- probably only going to be in the seat for that next season. So it's do they go with experience or money? And they won't announce it till later on because they need to make sure that Guan Yu Zhou has th- the right amount of super license points, which I believe he needs a top five finish in F2 and he's currently in second. So... He should be fine, but they won't want to announce it just in case. But it is an interesting sort of conundrum of do they go with someone who knows the car? Or do they go with someone who's going to bring in more money for when they end up then putting Teo poor chair? Poor, poor chair, Pat, poor. I still, I need to, why do I keep forgetting to check how to pronounce his name before we start filming? (laughs) You know who I'm talking about. Unless you yeah. don't. <laughs> so, that's it for news, really. Bit of a slow news week. Apart from the released provisional slash rumoured rumour 2022 maybe. calendar. Looks a bit dodgy. Looks like it's been made on a Word document. But we'll go with it. We'll discuss it regardless. Because there might be some elements of truth there. I'm just and pulling actually, it up right now. Yeah, I'm going to open my Twitter as well, the podcast Twitter, to see what some of the responses were from the tweet we put out. Oh, thank you for responding. Because we did get responded. a couple. I'll read out Rachel's tweet. Replace all the boring tracks with Baku. In fact, replace most of the tracks with Baku. Baku supremacy. <laughs> yep, Baku, just a whole lot of Baku. We should not replace Silverstone with Baku. You know why? Why? Guess who's going to Silverstone this year? Next year. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. It's me. I'm going to Silverstone. How exciting. I forgot that happened this week. Um, if you remember Simon from the Hungary podcast, me and Simon off to Silverstone got tickets for Club Corner. Very exciting. And if you're wondering why I haven't announced I'm going, <laughs> I haven't got tickets yet because I'm still weighing up to see if I can afford it so yeah exactly exactly <laughs> Chloe does more things 
Silverstone um, in general. is friggin' expensive. Yeah, and if you're someone like me who doesn't get out a lot, then you've saved up that money. <laughs> anyway. Um, if I was working and had a job, it'd be a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like full-time it's... job. Um, so but yeah, everything else, Baku. <laughs> everything, yeah, basically. Um, interesting that it's looking like there's going to be two races in America, Miami and the Florida. Circuit of the Americas, Texas. Um, it's According to this, the season will start in Bahrain and not Australia. Probably yeah. because if that's the case, I'm assuming they're going to do testing in Bahrain again and then just start the season in Bahrain rather than doing testing in Barcelona than flying to Australia. Um, it is interesting as well because it's looking like Saudi Arabia will be second. the second race, which means rather than having Bahrain two weeks off, then another race it would be a double-headed to start with and then two weeks off until... Which bit of a headache for the teams yeah. because you know that first race is very much a test it's a trial of the new car you want to give yourself that time and that analyze the data take that time to make corrections adjust things but if you've got a race immediately after it limits that um also i like australia opening the season <laughs> I know it's a for UK viewers. It's a five AM start, which we can't complain because if you're an Australian <laughs> fan, that's just your life. Um, for F one, I don't know. I mean, will we even be at Australia next year? Who knows? That's the question. Who knows? Someone on Twitter, Nancy Barber, has said that this calendar seems geographically challenging in the spring. I feels like. That, yeah. Miami is stuck in the middle between China and Spain and she heavily questions the logistical ability to deal with Baku to Canada in a week. Yeah, that would be... That's a difficult one. Also, F1 are trying to be more sustainable and more environmentally friendly. The way to do that is not just by improving the race cars, the amount of travelling involved in F1 is incredible, it's extreme. The amount of flights that team personnel have to catch, that is the true polluting aspect of F1. And if you want to yeah. cut down, you need to try and make it flow a bit better, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just noticing as well, it looks like there's three triple headers, despite the fact that teams have been saying... Yes. Triple headers are very difficult for us, you know, people away from the families. I'm noticing there's a, um, let me see if I'm finding them again. There's Britain, Austria, then France or Italy are a triple header. Then Belgium, Netherlands, Monza, and then Russia, Singapore, Japan. Because it's a 23 race season, which oh, wait, as no. a fan. Is that a quadruple header? No, it's not. Sorry, maths. Wrong. <laughs> no, what I said before was right. <laughs> so, it's a 23 race season, which as a fan is exciting. But you've got to think logistically for the teams, it's really not fair. And when you yeah. look at the dates, like, they're ending 
According to this, the last race is the 20th of November. They start the 20th of March. That is packed in. Like this year. It would be until December, right? At least, you know, typically the last week of November, first week of December. Yeah. But this is like, you know, seems very packed in. And I do worry for the teams because it's, you know, I will happily take a 20 race season if it means that they can see their families more. Yeah, exactly. Because it's just like, so intense. They're constantly on the road. And it just doesn't seem fair to me. Exactly. But that's F1, isn't it? F1, exactly. money orientated. Yeah. And they will do anything to rack up the revenue. <laughs> <laughs> Saudi Arabia. <laughs> we races one. <laughs> Jordan, someone, someone, friend um, of the podcast. Yeah, Jordan, Brings friend of the point. Po- big supporter. <laughs> we love Jordan. Um, hi, Jordan. <laughs> Brings up a point that I think a lot of people have made, and this has been confirmed, I think. This is one part that's been confirmed. No German GP next season. A lot of people not very happy about that. It just baffles me so much because... Germany can hold them. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't understand the technicalities behind it, but Germany can hold the races. I mean, Mercedes. Mercedes is German. You've got Mercedes, you've got two German drivers on the exactly. grid. Exactly. It just... It's annoying. I don't fully it understand is. it, but it is what it is. Someone, Mark O'Connell, has been very out there by saying that why not throw North Korea in there too <laughs> don't worry the sarcasm <laughs> is is noted. very sarc- <laughs> yeah a few of those countries should not be included in F1 interesting interesting point will interesting we talk take. a lot on it no maybe not <laughs> but do we probably agree yeah <laughs> <laughs> also the fact that they They've kind of, on this calendar, it's France and Paul Ricard slash Italy and Imola, which yeah. suggests is if Imola goes ahead, it's looking like there, couldn't, there might not be a French Grand Prix next year. I'm sorry, Pierre. I'm sorry, Esteban. I'm sorry, Alpine. But I'd, r- I'd rather have Imola. I'd rather have Imola, please. The French Grand Prix is just such a headache. We also, well, you asked. I say we asked. You asked. <laughs> I I very rarely remember the po- the passwords. The podcast for her. <laughs> takes a bit of effort. So my my mate Kaya, um, popped they in. They are such a legend. They and you are literally on the Bottas hype train. Do do. And I We're love driving it. it. I love to see how excited you are over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they mentioned the Kimi ring. Please have a go at me if I pronounce that wrong. But it's a track in Finland, which in, I believe, 2019 was FIA accredited and was meant to, over the past couple of seasons, host a MotoGP race but because of Covid I believe hasn't been able to but it is an FIA accredited track in Finland 
could we have a Finnish GP in the future? I would like one. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? I think Finland's so iconic in terms of its drivers and the how well it's performed in F1 as a country, despite the fact it's, you know, it's not a big country. It's not... It just seems like ev- almost everyone they produce is a very good F1 driver. Um, I think having a finished GP would be simply lovely. Simply lovely. I also want to go to Finland because I want to go to Lapland. That would be so cool. Can we go? If there, if there's a finished GP, can we go? We've said we'll go to every Grand Prix. <laughs> like, <laughs> my bank account doesn't support this. <laughs> hey, talking about Lapland, talking about Christmas, um, when this podcast comes out, 95 days <laughs> massive christmas fans my mum got me a calendar which is in a 100 day countdown to christmas and it's currently on like today 96 days tomorrow which is the day it comes out so today if you're listening on the first day 95 days <laughs> till christmas we like christmas too much on this podcast i think we can agree on that yeah, in my too uni much kitchen. to the normal standard. <laughs> yeah, in my uni kitchen, I've put like a light up pumpkin on one window shelf, and I've put my Christmas tree lights around the kitchen. And the guy I live with walked in last night and just kind of froze. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> Good first impressions. <laughs> uh, I've got I've got our Christmas tree at home. Yeah, unfortunately, because I am at home, I won't be able to put up the Christmas decorations um, on the first day of November. <laughs> uh, because I am, I am not in control of the decorating of this house. <laughs> but, oh man, Christmas. This I feel like we just need to reference a Christmas countdown every episode now, because we're less than 100 days till it. Yeah. I'd also like to note that the, the Christmas tree in our house last academic year did stay up until... August. True. It um, did. So if you're doubting our our Christmas love, <laughs> don't. <laughs> we love oh, Christmas. Oh. Another thing we love: Strictly Come Dancing. Yes, the launch shows. Oh. Oh. We love Strictly. If you don't know what Strictly is, if you're a non-UK listener, Strictly Come Dancing kind of uh, it's. The original Dancing with the Stars. That kind of... The OG. That kind of bit. the OG. So it's celebrities doing ballroom and Latin dancing. And we vote. And it was a launch show this weekend. Very excited. Very, I'm very, very excited. excited. <laughs> when, are, when are we going to get famous enough <laughs> to go on Strictly? That's the only reason well, we started this podcast in the hope that we'd get famous and could go on Strictly. I've come to the conclusion that as much as I'd love to do it, I just think naturally I'm so bad with rhythm. <laughs> I'd just be so bad on that show. I'd be voted out in the first few weeks and it would just be horrific. No. No. Genuinely. You'd be fine. You'd smash it. You, you're into that all dancing and stuff, but I really couldn't. Uh, well, do you, do you want to do... Uh, you could do I'm a Celebrity. I have to eat like. That's what puts me off as well. I don't mind. 
behind the the trials where you get in things or you're covered in things. It's it's the eating. It's the eating. Yeah, I couldn't. And the boredom, sitting around. To be fair, to I do. bet off camera. You know, they whack their phones out. The... Imagine. <laughs> they watch Netflix. I'd be like, be like, what's your never me? It'd be like, what's your luxury item? Oh, I brought my killer Sudoku book. <laughs> what other what other shows? What could you do? Um, could do Bake Off for Comic Relief. Do that one. That would be funny. That starts on Tuesday. So oh, when Bake this Off podcast, yeah, when this ah! is out this evening, Bake Off is starting. Bake That's Off, exciting! Oh my gosh, this is the best part of the year. You got Strictly, you got Bake Off, and then. You get I'm a celebrity starts in November. Oh man! I uh, just you love could autumn. do celebrity. <laughs> you could do celebrity SAS. Oh heck no! <laughs> you couldn't. You couldn't. Pay neither me of to us do could that. do it. <laughs> I can't think it's of horrific. any other. Celebrity catchphrase. I'd be sick on that. Celebrity so catchphrase. We should. What's one we? Can, is there one we can do together? Pointless. <laughs> pointless. <gasps> you know, you know. The other week, I got a pointless answer in the final. What? Don't you often? Oh, I do all the time, but I got it right. I, this is this is going to be really not impressive to anyone, that, to most people, even if they do know pointless. But it was number one hits, and as soon as it, so you know how in the final they get three categories. Yeah. I said number one hits, and I immediately went Bob the Builder. Yes. And then one of the categories that came up was artists that had a number one hit with an X in the title. Bob the Builder, can we fix it? Boom, pointless answer. It's classic. Well done. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the day where they do um, cast in the British, Brit, Brit, British, Bridget Jones, uh, the second one, Jeremy Paxman. Very small cameo, but that's my pointless answer when it comes up. <laughs> it will eventually. It will. One day it will. Right. I'm thinking we should wrap this up. Oh, we really should. <laughs> I think I'm going to go to the Society's Welcome Fair in Ooh. David Ross this afternoon, which bit pointless because I'm probably not going to join any societies and it's no, check full out the, I'm, I think there's a motorsport society it's going to be full of freshers but I'm going to check it out anyway I will check, check it out. out and feed back <laughs> no you should do that and I'll do the one at York and then we can go karting against each other <laughs> sick okay <laughs> <laughs> we'll be at the back going really slowly but <laughs> so that is it for this episode of the rookies what are we talking about next week Hopefully a very exciting Sochi. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll soon see. <laughs> <laughs> we don't sound too hopeful. <laughs> if you want to keep up to date with the podcast, then make sure to follow us on our socials at the Rookies F1 podcast on Instagram and at the Rookies F1 on Twitter and YouTube. And make sure to tune in next week and have a simply, simply lovely, lovely day. day. <laughs> Bye. See you in Sochi. <laughs>